When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. I hope this podcast is find you doing great and that your business is growing leaps and bounds and that you have more and more time and freedom for yourself. Today's podcast is called A is for Action and this is the second in a six-part series that I've put together called Launch, L-A-U-N-C-H. If you've not listened to the first part of this series, please go back to MLM 044 entitled L is for Launch. Once you've listened to that, then come back here and listen to today's action. So, I'm a firm believer in doing three things, and that's what we will talk about today. I prefer to call this the trifecta of success, but I've also called it the trinity of triumph, because as most of you know, I'm Catholic, so I always reference something about my faith. But I've also heard this referred to as a hedgehog method. Um, But regardless of how you look at it, this is my take on it. So the first thing that you want to focus on when we're talking about action is to only take action or do things that you are absolutely excellent at. So if you aren't good on the phone because that makes you feel uncomfortable, but you're better in person, then only do things that you do in person. For example, networking, speaking to groups, having small workshops or book clubs. If you're better at being on the phone and don't like going to those types of networking things, then hire someone to be your business development officer who goes to those events for you or speaks on your behalf. I've seen that work very well with a chiropractor, so I don't want you to be afraid of doing something like that. Uh, Where a chiropractor in my BNI group uh, had a business development officer who came in and talked about the chiropractor. And as you know from past podcasts, I've talked about the fact that we want to start acting like the doctor and not be the receptionist and the nurse and the doctor in the collections department of our practice. We want to be the expert. So don't be afraid to do those things um, because it can work. You just want to set something up that makes it work for you in your market. But getting back to this, we want to do what you're absolutely excellent at. If you aren't good at it, hire someone else who is and hire someone else who this is their genius zone. Don't hire someone else who isn't good either. That's not going to get you anywhere. Two, 
only do what you absolutely love to do. If you don't like networking, don't do it. If you don't like making phone calls, don't do it. If you don't like reviewing tax returns, then by all means, stop doing it. Third, only do what makes money sense. Does spending $500 a month to co-brand yourself with a realtor on Zillow make money sense for your practice? Does sponsoring a broker open that costs you $100 for food plus $100 to $150 for some gift certificate or prize for, that's given to a realtor you'll never see and most likely won't want to meet you make money sense for your practice? Of course, I'm discussing things that are not making money sense for my practice. You have to make that decision. You always hear me say that, and I will continue to say that. There's uh, so many shiny objects that we see, and we hear what other people are doing all the time, and we, we jump on that bandwagon, but it really doesn't make money sense for us to do it. And particularly, I'll give you a good example. I had a real estate agent who I really, really like. She's... Um, fairly new in the business. She's not been in the business a long time. She is in and out with giving me referrals. And she's not one of my strategic partners, but she's someone that I really like. Called me out of the blue and asked me if I could join her on a conference call where someone was selling for me to spend $799 a month to be her preferred lender on an internet lead site. And for me, that's not even close to the type of business I want to do. So it was a very easy decision for lots of reasons. Financially, I'm not going to spend that kind of money on something like that. The second part is I'm not really good at taking on uh, looky-loos and rate shoppers for phone calls. And you know what? I don't like doing it either. I don't want to be a commodity. Now, if that's how your practice is ran by taking in all of those types of phone calls and and doing lead generation through internet activities, absolutely great for you. Then those are things that you'll want to consider in your trifecta of success. Let me get back to these three things again. Only do what you are really, really good at. Only do what you really, really love to do. And only do what makes money sense. Those are the three items. Not what makes money, but what makes money sense. There's a real key difference there. I strongly encourage you that if there's something that makes money sense and is something you really love to do and you're just not quite good enough at it, then hone in on your skills, work on your scripting, work on your presentation skills so that you can be really good at it, but only if the other two areas are really strong. And so that can flip that and make, you know, turn it around. And as long as you have two areas that are really, really good, and the third area can make sense down the road by doing a few things differently, by tweaking a few things, 
then by all means pursue it. But keep track of the results and give yourself a deadline where you'll stop doing the activity if it's not coming together, if all three of these um, points on the triangle aren't working for you. I'm going to give you a good example. This is actually the example I give to everybody is that I'm excellent at tax returns. I'm really, really good at it because I was an underwriter and it's been my thing for a long time. People bring in piles of tax returns and ask me to analyze them for them. I'm really, really good at it. The problem is I don't like doing it anymore. I used to, but I do not like doing it anymore. So it only fits. And by the way, it makes, does not make money sense for me to be sitting and reviewing tax returns for 20 or 30 minutes when I could be making another five phone calls or I could be having a quick coffee with one of my strategic partners. So for me, only one of the points work. Therefore, I don't do it. I, I am really good at tax returns, but I do not like to do it and it does not make money sense for me. Therefore, I don't review tax returns anymore. When they come in, I let them go to my production partner and my production partner reviews them because she loves doing it. She is excellent at it. And it makes money sense for my practice to have her doing it rather than me. I'm hoping that this makes sense to you. So every time that someone asks you to do something, whether it's, can you meet me for coffee? Will you go with me to a networking event? Can you take a look at this file? Um, will you consider participating and co-branding with me on this? Will you sponsor this open house or this uh, event? Please revert back and ask yourself, do I love doing this? Am I excellent at it? Do I love doing it? And does it make money sense? That is action. In the coming podcast, we're going to talk about the four additional items in launch. And I hope that you plan on listening so that you can gain just a few more little pieces of tidbits that can make a big, big difference in your business. I'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.